Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm Meg. I'm Alyssa. And we are in the middle of spooky season. Heck yeah, Alyssa. I'm loving it. I love it so much. <laughs> I just want to be bathed in a giant bathtub of all the pumpkin spice milk today. <laughs> Can so I tell you? Can I like put you on to something? This is like the trendy drink at Starbucks. It's a an apple macchiato. Ooh. And it is so good it's the the actual flavor is brown sugar and apple Mm. like syrup it's you know i'm not one to do fruit and coffee and even when i order it i'm like this feels unnatural to me but i love it i think it's so good nice i'll definitely have to give it a shot that sounds really strange but also yeah it sounds weird i know but also like i don't know i can get on board that sounds excellent i feel like even though it's the middle of the month there's there's no amount of fall drinks that will make me feel like it's truly fall until this weather really gets colder. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I'm already, I bought a black denim jacket and I feel really cool about it. If you have any suggestions, listeners or Alyssa on where I can buy cool spooky patches or pins, I've been looking, but I haven't like committed to anything yet because that's how special the jacket is. We have a favorite t-shirt store. We don't have to name it because we're not sponsored, but We have a place that we like to buy our discount Halloween t-shirts after the season's over, but I have a store that is maybe my favorite pins and patches store. I'll send you the link. Okay. You don't want to name it on the podcast. Give them a free strange ways. I really like that store. Yeah. What's funny is like they, so, so they carry a lot of art by artists where you can just buy directly from the artists. And like, ideally that would be better because you're supporting directly. Yeah. But strange ways is like great because it's like a clearinghouse where if you're going to have to like buy x number of dollars to get free shipping you might as well get a bunch of stuff you like cool so yeah i really like strange ways and our favorite secret discount halloween t-shirt place is wicked clothes <laughs> i love wicked clothes i buy stuff from them all the time my my favorite bigfoot is real hat so yeah yeah i was checking them out i don't think they have many patches anyway i'll look i i didn't see that inner decay also has a lot of patches but a lot of them are like patches of classic works of art and some other good ones but inner decay is good there's also um gosh what is that one called it's where my i believe in you patches from Ooh. uh that's the ufo one yeah. there's a couple good ones uh we'll put a little like spooky shopping recommendations post up cool cool, cool. On our TikTok, we'll do it there. And then you can just follow and we'll probably have it on Instagram at some point. So definitely check those out. But I did want to say, you know, as we know, like I'm secretly in the woods filming (laughs) a movie deep in the middle. And the things that I packed with me for this whole month is only my Halloween t-shirts. I'm like black jeans, black leggings, Halloween t-shirts. Doc Martin boots, jammies. That's all You're perfect. Yeah. You're so set. Mm-hmm. You're like a whole vibe. <laughs> You're like the person I want to be in a movie. I'm like jealous of your life right now. That's so cool. I completely owe it all to the excellent sales that Wicked Clothing runs <laughs> on their t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I went ham. Anytime they have any type of sale, I'm like, yeah, I have to. I have to now. And they, they have do- sales a lot. They do. Like some of the shirts I bought were like, they were on sale for, thir- they were the $13 t-shirt sales. Yeah, I think they were some of them might have been cheaper even around the end of the year. But friend, I bought a bunch of them and (laughs) it feels inappropriate to wear some of them other points of the year because that's not like who I feel like I am all the time. Like wearing a Grim Reaper shirt with like jack-o'-lantern pumpkin men heads. Like that's definitely like an October appropriate thing. But I, I don't have 
summer Halloween confidence to rock that shit. You know, it's so funny because until after the pandemic, I didn't either. And now I'm just like, fuck it. It's this is I wear dark purple lipstick in the middle in June. And mm-hmm. people are like, who the who do you think you are? And I'm like, I'm living my best life. right now. <laughs> you can't upset me. I don't care. So, yeah. So we're two two like the two things you can be. I know we want to get to the episode, but I just have to say one more thing. I think it's funny that people who are such big fans of Halloween will wear creepy stuff throughout the year, but that is inappropriate for people who are fans of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we'll fight you if you wear like like a Rudolph sweater in October. So like yeah. Or even in like, it'd be weird to see that in April right? Like that would be weird. You would be like, oh, I'm concerned about this person. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I think because the paranormal branches off is not just like solely based on Halloween. Halloween is just like a facet of it. I feel like, and also like Christmas is such a weird nostalgia for me. Like if you set off like the serotonin too fast, mm. I won't have any left for Christmas. So you don't ruin <laughs> this for me by playing Christmas music. Cause I need that serotonin right around Christmas time. Anyway, yeah, so true. That's, that's my feelings on it. <laughs> yeah. This was a great episode. Yeah. I was going to say we had a great guest. I really love this dude. He is half of, he's a co-host of the podcast, do rag and the deer tag. He is the deer tag if you're wondering, but I'm sure you can guess after this episode, uh, he believes in a bunch of conspiracy theories. And after talking to him, I kind of believe in conspiracy theories as well. I was swayed. Uh, we had, honestly, I was confused yeah. and swayed. Yeah. We had drew Montana. Yeah. Let's get into it. Heck yeah. Listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Hey, everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm Meg. I'm Alyssa. And today we're talking to Drew Montana. Drew, how you doing? Hell yeah. What up? I can't doing? see you waving, Drew. <laughs> oh shit! Damn. I'm excited to be here, though. Let them know that it was a, a, a verbal wave. Yeah, I know we have a real important question for you, but I have a less important question because it's fully October now. What is the best Halloween costume you ever had, Ooh. or your favorite Halloween costume that you ever got to dress up as? Probably like a spider when I was young. Nice. My mom made me a spider. Oh, that's so cute. Nice. Because <laughs> once I got to like pick my own Halloween costumes, I was like, yo, I want to be Kurt Warner for Halloween or like whatever NFL player I liked that year. So like, yeah, I've you been Ben Simmons the past three Halloween. Yeah, you <laughs> used one of those jerseys earlier than like the Christmas winter holiday. You're just like, give me those presents now. It's not my birthday. I need this jersey today for Halloween. It's, yeah, it's the perfect excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I respect um, that. I really do. Yeah. I'd probably say the spider though. I had a dope spider costume. I will find it and send it to you guys someday. Oh uh, yes. Why it. was it so dope? Did it have like cool legs or something? Dude, I had all eight, whatever they're called, appendages. Nice. We, yeah. <laughs> I was a real spider. And That's I'm terrified awesome. of spiders. So 
You have to be the scariest thing. You got to live the Halloween it's dream. It's in your fears. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Nice. That's we so have an, funny. Another question we ask. I would say hmm, it's equally as fun. So one of the questions we always ask our guests is, on the spectrum of paranormal belief, where do you fall? True, like 100% like skeptic, or are you like a total believer? I'd say I'm about a seven. Seven, nice. I, I believe in like, it's hard for me to quantify like what's crazy shit anymore because I believe in a lot of crazy shit. But then like I watch certain, <laughs> uh-huh. I watch certain shows where I'm like, oh, this person's insane. Like there was this woman on, there was this woman on Instagram that was, uh, she claimed she could talk to dead rappers. And like, mm. that was, that was the only people she could communicate with. And it wasn't like people she had met before, but in like, she was disrespecting like one of my favorite rappers. She's like, Nipsey Hussle said that he didn't even he didn't even like his friends that he was with before he died. And I'm like, you don't know that, bitch. Shut oh, up. Oh no. So uh, I am skeptical on certain ones, but other one, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Put it that way. Let me ask you this: If she had said something more positive, would you believe? I would have been all in. Yeah, yeah I, I would have been all in. But you lead with I was the a big heart feelings. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I think she like, yeah. And she was doing it to like only people I respect. It was like, she had another one about Kobe Bryant. I'm like, he's not even a rapper. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) it was just like relevant people that died that I liked. And she's like, he was committing crimes in heaven. I'm like, no, he wasn't. Committing crimes in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. I like the concept of like, she, not only could she only communicate to like dead rappers, but she couldn't communicate to anyone else, not even human beings living in the present time. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's like, I don't even write these Instagrams. Somebody else does it for me. That's crazy. That's wild. I love that. We know you have some stuff yeah. you want to talk about. Do you want to get started? Yeah, dude. So I know I know you guys are big uh, ghost people, but is that a, a term, ghost people? Could be. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't have any cool... I don't have any cool ghost stories, but I do. I'm a conspiracy person. Mm-hmm. It's funny because Meg was telling me, she's like, yeah, we love conspiracies. And I was like, I don't think you like my conspiracies, <laughs> but I'm not like a, I'm not a Bigfoot guy. I'm like Tower 7, fucking look into it. But, uh, okay. also, <laughs> but also, I believe in some fun ones too. Um, I was telling Meg also, I, I watched a whole, podcast about this to do some research um before y'all show so i i like the the philadelphia experiment oh. um, project rainbow that's a big one that i'm into uh-huh. mm-hmm. tell uh tell our listeners a little bit about that about whatever they need to know okay so i mean where to start i guess like the basis of it um project rainbow is of revolves around a navy experiment in the 1940s um 1943 the navy had a ship called the uss eldridge and they were trying to run some experiments on it and figure out how to like mask it from radar uh, mask it from like enemy detections because this is in the heat of world war ii and they're running different experiments on it and basically what happened was in in that process, they teleported mm-hmm. the ship. They figured mm-hmm. out how to teleport an actual mm-hmm. object. I mean, all the research I've done leads me to believe that this thing went from Philadelphia 
to Norfolk, Virginia, and then teleported back. Um, mm-hmm. Eyewitnesses claim that they saw like a blue green, whether it was like cloud or like phenomenon type thing. And then the ship wasn't there. And then it was there. The cool part about it though, beyond just like teleporting and shit, the, the coolest part to me, it's crazy, but it's, I mean, again, like eyewitnesses say that when the ship teleported back and landed in Philadelphia, uh, crew members on the ship were melded, like welded into the walls. Yeah. yeah. Like there was, yeah. They were like part ship, part person. Yeah. Ugh. It's interesting you talk about that one because that is a conspiracy theory that I could also get behind. I feel like it's been talked about so much and there's so many weird like science things that people were doing back then that you just like didn't really have a sense or understanding of like, mm. and it's so easy to make information dubious or like even just disappear. They're just like, just throw it away. <laughs> it's like there's yeah. no internet. Like, yeah. It's fine. And I mean, so it was a CIA experiment and like, that's where most of my conspiracies divulge is like, what are they doing? Let's find that <laughs> sure. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're they're very good at covering things up from all my research. So like the the idea of people being like dismissing it because there's not a ton of information around it. I'm like, I don't think the CIA would just be telling people like, yo, we figured out teleportation mm-hmm. once it went horrible and we're not going to do it again. Especially because people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, People got like <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like they said like that yeah. people were half. <laughs> in the ship half out of the like they were like mer like during the teleportation they merged together mm-hmm. yeah and that's like it reminds me of like a dinosaur earth type theory where like have you guys heard that one no but really quickly i did just want to also say it was also really easy for things to happen because world war ii was still going on you said 43 right yeah, yeah. Yeah, because World War, and they're just like, they died in the war. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's really easy to make military folks go away at that time. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear that dinosaur theory, though. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was saying there's no, like, security cameras back then or, like, no internet. So, yeah, they could easily just cover up whatever. They're like, yeah, he just Mm -hmm. didn't come home. But um, dinosaur Earth, I don't fully believe in. This one's kind of ridiculous, but I like it. It's fun. It's the dinosaurs before... They never became extinct. Well, some of them did, but there were some of them that were like technologically advanced and they were much smarter than other dinosaurs. Um, And they came up with a technology that basically, I don't know, I haven't done a ton of research into it because I don't like this one. But basically the the end game of the theory is that the earth is T-Rex shaped. So like- Whoa. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was a surprise. Yeah, I, didn't, I thought you were going to say they're like lizard people or something, but not this. Oh, no, this, this is real dinosaur earth is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole group of them on Facebook. I'm in the, I'm in the Facebook group. <laughs> I just imagine the chicken nuggets. Like the dinosaur chicken nuggets. I'm like, that's all I can yeah. think of is like a planet that's just a giant dinosaur chicken nugget. Yeah, we're just a we're just a big Flintstone vitamin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! So I love funny. that one. Me too. What's one that like you didn't believe, but maybe like came around to over time, or one that you were super on board with, and then we're like over time, you're just like can't stick with this. You lost me. Hmm. 
I mean, like a lot of the a lot of the CIA ones end up going down that road where like they're like Pizzagate, and I'm like I'm all in, and then like a month later I'm like this is insane, but um <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> like I like believing in crazy shit because like and especially the past year, like I've been a conspiracy guy for years, and people mm-hmm. were always like, oh you're wild, and then like 2020 happens, and like we have no idea how any of this became the way it is. We're all like. It could have been a bat. It could have been a lat. We're like, we have no idea. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it is fun to believe in crazy shit. And then it's funny when it actually happens, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, is- I think the most well-known conspiracy theory is that Area 51 is a place for aliens. And I a hundred and billion percent believe that that's true. Like no doubt in my brain, aliens are there. I I think we've seen aliens and have them. We have like uh, some type of spacecraft there. I believe that. I don't. Th- yeah. I don't know if actual beings are there. They could be. <laughs> See, my next level conspiracy theory on that is the one that I like is that maybe we did have stuff at Roswell. Like maybe that was a place, but they've moved the bases around, and that actually under what is it, the Mesa Verde Flats. That in in another location nearby, but not exactly at Area 51, Mm. is actually Mm -hmm. where they have it because there's these like pipes coming out of the ground. There's a very good episode of Ancient Aliens (laughs) that I really love from the early seasons that talks about it. Um, And I don't know, I do think like it's hard to ignore like all the folklore and mythology around like, you know, extraterrestrial beings. Like there's something happening. Aliens are I'm team aliens. Yeah, I'm like aliens. Megatine yeah. ghosts, mostly. Yeah, mostly. I like this. Yeah. More. I'm an alien guy. For me, I like am so convinced aliens are real. It's not fun for me anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah, they, they're here. They're repopulating with us. What more do you need? It's more <laughs> scary than anything. <laughs> yeah. Like the stories you hear, they're like, we saw them for a second and then it went a billion miles an hour away from yeah. us mm-hmm. and then came back and like did a lap around us. And I'm like, that's horrifying. Like, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, no thanks. Yeah. Whereas ghosts are like definitely just still like, probably not, but I just want to believe. So that one's like a bigger stretch. That's why I like it more. Or even if they are, like, very rarely are you just like, well, I had to go to work, but I had to call out because of this ghost in my house. Like, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't affect your life on the same level or like it doesn't in- as uh, deeply impact your reality. True, true. What do you guys think about the Denver airport conspiracies that it's like a hub for the Illuminati and also it's cursed, like that big giant horse statue that killed the person that made it? Anyway, I'm sorry. I know we're covering a lot, but these are so fun. No, we're just, no, this I is like a, this a, a menu. <laughs> this is just like, we're just going to yeah. like take little nibbles. This is the tapas of conspiracy <laughs> theories. I like that one. So the Denver airport is like a hub. This, from what I, my research, um, is like a hub for like sex trafficking and like child yeah. trafficking through the Denver yeah. airport. Um, if you, if you zoom out on the Denver airport and look at it from like a topographical map, it's in the shape of a penis. It's the craziest <laughs> thing ever. I swear to God. The Denver you said airport. that so seriously though. Like, look it up. I'm looking addiction. it up right now. Look it up. Okay. It's so crazy. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram. Maybe that'll be the graphic for this episode definitely cursed (laughs) it's so funny because like the denver airport there's like i 
I, be, I believe two things at the same time. I feel like conspiracy theories, they're super fun. And like a lot of the times they're super fun and like they're interesting and I want to believe them. But I also believe that people are stupid and terrible with money. So I also am just like the Denver airport is an example mm -hmm. of like how like a whatever it's called where you zero out a budget, like that system doesn't work. Um, I also love mm -hmm. to imagine that like, I know for all the weird art that they like, <laughs> basically had just somebody on the judging panel for like i don't know if you have ever done one of those things where like you have to decide like who gets a community art mural or shit like that but like the people on those organizations like it's just either people they know to like get money in the hands of other people that they know or they just approve things because it has a great story but the execution of the art is really hard because like most people when they do sure. their first mural have never painted something like that big or whatever or sculpted something that huge so it's just bad it's just bad right. low rate art it's like a yes. thought that i have to think about the devil uh, the denver airport as well it's just like it's just an example of like human failure <laughs> <laughs> well they do have that mural um i'm pretty sure where it's like it shows like a lot of debt like destruction and then it's supposed to show like humanity, like going through like the bad times and coming out together. But like, if you just look at it, you're like, no, that just looks like babies dying. I'm pretty sure is what the mural <laughs> is. And everyone's like haunted. It's Why seriously probably somebody's like nephew that got a grant. Like that's how I feel about it. True. Somebody's goth nephew who just was like, this is my application to a master's program for art. Like that's what it was. Like, to them, your point, honestly. that's most that's most murals is like yeah. <laughs> like most most murals in churches have like a, a baby dying or like yeah. or like somebody <laughs> like chained one. up and I'm like aren't we this is isn't this God's house and we have like a painting of slaves I'm like what are we doing this is <laughs> the craziest thing ever yeah. God God like this. a nice wallpaper yeah, <laughs> God yeah. want to go back yeah. to nice modern like design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't god want a nice floral pattern i cannot it just it i have so much like catholic trauma i get like in my church which i love i think is very nice but i there's one decoration that would haunt like i was little and scared of it it's literally it has to be a six foot tall cross with jesus crucified on it and it hangs up right in the middle of the church and it is to walk under or whatever well yeah when you like go up to receive it's like right there it's yeah. the scariest thing I've ever seen it's humongous and I'm just like what like why I never got there's never there's never been a happy statue of Jesus it's always baby Jesus <laughs> or like just bleeding out of his hands and like I'm like this guy is in agony I love the idea of like Jesus with stigmata so it's just titled I need a tissue yeah. <laughs> guys seriously enough <laughs> like, oh my god i would be so happy if i walked into a church and it was just jesus like watching the super bowl or something like <laughs> jesus with sunglasses like. <laughs> yeah, like doing a thumbs up like all good like <laughs> oh that's funny oh my god that'd be so much better yeah that's hilarious yeah Where do you, what shape do you think the earth is in not good not good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a heavy question. I think the the glaciers are going to be gone soon. That's not uh -huh. good. They're at an all time mm -hmm. low weight. Glaciers are moving down to featherweight. the The Taliban is back. 
They're like locusts. They've just been better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> cicadas. cicadas. That's what I'm at. Yeah. I don't know if you are like Team Flat, Team Hollow, or Team T Rex Nugget Shape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That, that, I got oh, so yeah. serious. Like, like you had an honest answer. And I yeah, I was gonna say like, not good. I want to talk about Hollow Earth. <laughs> it's on fire. That's the state of the earth. <laughs> um, I like to, I like to believe in Hollow Earth. I think it's so cool if it's really a thing. I agree. Yeah, Hollow Earth is my um, favorite sorry. of the Earth shaped conspiracies. I I love the thought that if you're in the Hollow Earth, time moves slower. So like, there's dinosaurs in the Hollow Earth because of yeah. the way that it's. Anyway, I want that to be real. I know it's probably not, but I want it to be real so bad. Kong's whole family is down there. I saw the movie, dude. <laughs> and Kong's, and Kong's family. Yeah. Did you see that documentary? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want All right. That. So we talked a little about Earth. What do you think about the moon? What's your like leading moon? We're just. Gr- I'm sorry, Drew. We're just grilling you. No, I'm so. <laughs> These are like all kinds of things. Like, I just get to go through my whole <laughs> list of things where I'm just like, oh, I like sometimes think about these things, but not deeply. So. Oh, <laughs> man. I feel like you have opinions, and I just have like tangential like knowledge ideas. Yeah. I think um I think they say we've been there. I think that. Is what they say. <laughs> I don't. I think it's been a long time since we've been back, and for what reason? But they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we figured it all out on the moon. We did everything there is to do up there in 1964. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, we did everything we need to do. Oh yeah. my god, so like, funny. That was so long ago that it's like. Oh, there either needs to be advancement of some sort. Like we should either have like a, a Starbucks up there operational <laughs> or it didn't happen. Yeah. That might be the oh. best argument I've ever heard about the moon landing being fake. Cause I didn't believe it, but you are right. Like why haven't we just obliterated it yet? If it is real. Cause we don't stop. We yeah. don't No. The whole thing about like the moon controlling tides is ridiculous. That's not. I don't think that's <laughs> well, true. I, I, don't believe, think I believe that's that. True. I believe Maybe that's that the point that. True. I I believe it's so hard <laughs> that I believe full moons. The reason people are so crazy is because the moon is affecting the water in our body. Oh, interesting. Okay, could, it was a full moon last real. night. Yeah, it makes everyone crazy because we're just like, oh, I've been like in a bitchy mood all fucking week. I've been like, because <laughs> the water is terrible. Also, Mercury's gonna be in retrograde in two days. We're just like in for it. <laughs> I'm ready. Don't don't make any big decisions this week. <laughs> my, my favorite thing with the moon, or like, I guess my favorite uh, theory about it is so like we went the one time other times we've been to space we haven't even been i think it's like a sixth of the way to the moon Mm. so like we go and then come right back and like everyone was making this big deal about jeff bezos going to the uh, space and uh richard branson that other billionaire and they only went i want to say it was like 70 miles in the air which is high that's incredibly high up there but also that's not the moon the moon is like (laughs) (laughs) so if it was that yeah yeah i think you know what I mean? Like we have billionaires now that can't get it done. I don't know. One of the things I hear about, I've heard about that I really like is that the other side of the moon that wasn't explored uh, has all these ruins on it and these structures and they won't, that's what they won't show. Like, so that's why we don't do a lot of stuff. We don't fuck with the moon as much because the other side is like real stuff we're not ready for. 
civilized oh. that would be cool yeah or i don't even know if it's civilized but they just have evidence of structures <laughs> that was like you know and if you believe like oh we talked to the aliens and they use that as like a, a parking garage essentially right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. i mean it could be real I, I like the theory i mean more of like space travel parking garage on that lane i like the theory that earth is a gas station for aliens no other planet no other planet has water and we do as far as we know so i think like when they're in our galaxy or like in our solar system they have to stop here to fuel up and that's why there has been those theories of like you see spaceships in the ocean most alien or ufo type videos are always over water so it would make sense yeah that yeah. does make sense Out here i do like that minds, they're like dude. No, they're like, uh, yeah. we're going to stop getting gas. We're going to get a snack. Just pick up some jerky, like some beef real quick. We got it. They it. don't have yeah. animals on their right. way. They're mm-hmm. like, what do we want, a bear today? We'll eat a bear. So Alaska. Yeah. yeah, but just a core of it. Just like, just the butt core. That's all we want. The tasty bits. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, this is incredible. Ugh. I don't know if you have any others you want to talk about. I know you're tight on time and I wanted to get your opinion about, or a little bit of your opinion about our story today. So um, are there any other conspiracy theories that you yeah. definitely want to bring up or that you can recommend that people should look into that won't get them fired from their jobs? I can recommend no guarantees. <laughs> I can recommend a good one. It's long and like, yeah, I am a little tight on time. Look up Jimmy Savile though. And his, his involvement with British government. Um, that one's crazy like the like people think jeffrey jeffrey epstein was oprah winfrey compared to this guy oh he was yeah he was doing insane things with like orphanages and running kids to government members but like those ones those ones are like documented so it's not as wait was he the tv entertainer yeah which is crazy he was like the 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 howard entertainer, right yeah he was yeah. like, uh, I don't know about Kit. Maybe he was. I just know he was a huge like radio DJ, mm. um, media guy. And then somehow he got plugged in with like the royal family. And then like the allegations started coming out and they're wild. So yeah, check that one out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely <laughs> going to check that out. An incognito window. <laughs> like to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Really quick. Uh, before we let you go, uh, are you familiar with birds aren't real? you mean pigeons or like actual birds and like if i say to you like tell me about the conspiracy birds birds. aren't real tell me your thoughts i think i don't know if pigeons are real i've never seen a baby pigeon i've never seen an egg (laughs) they're only only in city like pigeons only hang out in the worst neighborhoods so like i think they're informants of some sort (laughs) where Um, do you hear that um, Reddit, Twitter. Yeah, I, I get it in rabbit holes. Yeah. So one of the things we're going to talk about, but I know you might have to jump before that. So pigeons and doves are really, they're basically the same. They're just like a different subspecies or like a different morph, I guess, for genealogy or genetics, for genetics, not genealogy. And we used to train pigeons to like deliver our mail, like <laughs> send letters and stuff. <laughs> So I do feel like there is like some connect that we have with, cause like we basically turned wild doves into these shitty pigeons to do our bidding. So I do feel like we've made yeah. pigeons like stupid. <laughs> like that is a thing. <laughs> so one of the big of things course. that people talk about is 
the birds aren't real conspiracy theory, specifically if you go to birdsaren'treal.com. The long and the short of it, which I'm going to let you look it up, and then I'm interested to hear your thoughts afterwards. Feel free to just like send it in that Facebook Messenger. Is this guy who created it? His name's Peter. He's 21 years old now, and he basically like invented birds aren't real as a fake conspiracy theory to be a marketing campaign to sell T-shirts. But now it's become a conspiracy theory people actually believe. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It's I gone, support all of that. Yeah. yeah. Gone crazy. It's really interesting. Uh, Megan and I are going to talk a little bit more about it. We're going to talk about the TV show Nathan for you. Have you ever watched yeah. that show? Nathan? No, I haven't. Nathan for you was like out in 2013 for like three seasons, I think. You would probably really like it. I'll send you, I'll send you some information about I it. I will say I can't handle it. It's kind of like a prank show, but not. And it's like it's like very funny. Dan art Dan loves it, but it makes me feel so uncomfortable. It's like watching <laughs> someone who's that. like the young Larry David. It's like uh, watching a young Larry David so interact stressful. with real people and he has like these harebrained marketing ideas to help them with their businesses. But then they actually like end up working. If you ever saw the stunt Dumb Starbucks, like he's the or his show was the originator of Dumb Starbucks. Okay. Short yeah. version. They opened a Starbucks that had all of the same branding, but they registered it legally as an art gallery and they just put the word dumb in front of everything that was Starbucks branded. <laughs> but that was a great like prank marketing campaign they did, but he's also done things that have like legitimately gone viral and then people are like, oh no, this actually works. And he's like, this was a prank. And people were like, no, but it works. And I'm a believer in this now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nathan for you. It's like, it's a really interesting and like funny, weird show from Comedy Central. So I'll send you I'll some I'll definitely info. check it out, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Drew, thank you for joining us and talking about some of our favorite topics. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you if they want to follow you or talk more about, tell us your Reddit, no, we're kidding. <laughs> I'm undercover on Reddit. Um, <laughs> I go deep undercover. Um, no, it's D-R-U underscore Montana on uh, Instagram. I do a live podcast every Monday at the Raven Lounge. Meg did it. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Check Alyssa. it out. It's so much fun. Plan to stay the whole night because I didn't realize it was like a whole night event. Listeners, it's so much fun. There's a roast battle. There's like riffing part. I was like so impressed with you guys. It was a good time. What is it called so people can find it? Um, Do-rag and the deer tag. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's on everything. Um, it's a lot of fun. We'll definitely have to get you on there. It's so yeah. it's a circus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. Have a great uh time going up. We uh we envy not being where you are at yeah, right good now. Luck. But we're thank excited you. and we will see you around. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks well. so yeah, much, thanks, dude. Drew. Have you ever felt emotions? then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them.
Meg, that was so fun with Drew. I'm I so know. glad we got to talk. Drew's the best. He's so funny and he's so knowledgeable about conspiracy theories. It's awesome. I'm so happy we could have Vaughn. Yeah. What I wanted to say is, I know I kind of previewed it when we were talking to Drew because I really wanted to get his opinion, but listeners, let's talk a little bit about birds aren't real. And Meg, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So for those of you who have seen the excellent Instagram campaigns and some of the wild swag that is out there, birds aren't real is the conspiracy theory that we all, nobody asked for, but we all need. It's the one that we deserve, (laughs) honestly. Yeah, I think it really is like a big indication of social media, social platforms and how much power they actually hold, you know, because something like this would have never uh, taken flight (laughs) uh, (laughs) in the times before social media. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) In the times before social media, but it is very interesting that, I mean, most people I'm sure have an idea that it's, it's probably not true, but it's just so fun. It's such a fun thing that it's it's easy to spread this around everywhere. And there's such a distrust for the government. It's such an easy, like, yeah, f- fuck that. I bet you the government is pigeons. I believe that. <laughs> so one of the things, I guess he's a little bit older now, but so Peter McIndoe, he is the founder of the company Birds Aren't Real and really the originator of the conspiracy theory. Even if you go to their website, it says that this conspiracy theory has been around for many years, was like really big in the 70s. There's even a video that right. like allegedly is from the 1980s, although digital forensics might tell you otherwise. But the idea is that um, between 1959 and sometime in the 1990s, the, the government killed off the majority of birds, uh, eventually all of the birds, and replaced them with drones that are spying on everything that's the whole idea birds are not real they are drones (laughs) and fascinating about this is like like Meg said this is essentially it's a comedy art project slash capitalist marketing campaign that is delivered in such a way that people who initially are in on the joke like build the mythos of it and then people who aren't really in on the joke like assume that it's real and because there's so much information and because like like things going viral this germ of an idea has like spread so rapidly that it basically is being folded into you know commonly known conspiracy theories that birds are not real (laughs) there might be a fun thought is there might be a day where a historian hundreds of years into the future we'll see a post about birds not being real as if it's like a caveman drawing on a wall and think that we believed it because <laughs> they don't have any of the context yeah yeah isn't that wild to think about like a they're gonna be like archaeologist is gonna scroll back through someone's instagram and be like oh wow he's gonna be like did you hear the bird aren't real theory a theory that was really prevalent in the early tw- 2000s they're like that's funny <laughs> look at it's these like, dumb dumb <laughs> yeah i mean honestly if that's the biggest takeaway they have about people from our time being dumb dumbs like they didn't search very hard True. <laughs> they need to keep funny digging that. yeah the ones we do believe are way worse yeah yeah it's so funny because like this guy peter mckendoe he has been interviewed by newsweek by the audubon society <laughs> and like not that many other outlets it's like very close-knit like 
in who uh or he plays it close to the chest but is like very adamant and like doesn't seem to break stride i would argue he doesn't break character but he doesn't like just he doesn't waver from his position that birds are not real and you know that's hilarious <laughs> it's one, yeah it's one of those things that like in our times now i just think about the fine history of like satirists who uh made a beautiful piece of art only for uh everyone to ruin right. it <laughs> <laughs> this is the dave Chappelle Chappelle show problem right where it's just like you make a thing for people who are in on the joke and then people who aren't in on it are now like you know they're they're enjoying it for the wrong reasons but what i can say is that in this rich history there is a piece of art that if you are a fan of birds aren't real or you're just a fan of awkward fun comedy i would recommend watching the comedy central series nathan for you uh meg did you ever watch that when it was on I didn't watch it when it was on. Dan likes to watch it, and uh, I'm a little too empathetic to the it's, people he's pranking. I cannot. It, even, it's so even if it goes well, even cringy. if he like mistakenly or accidentally gets these people where they want to be, like whether it be with a job or succeeding, the path to get there is so cringy that I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't. And a lot of people think it's really funny. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, part of it is that like, kind of like, I don't know if you can have a, a comedian who's an anti-hero. So the anti-comedian, who's kind That's of like what that exactly, is. Yeah, exactly what it is. Um, so listeners, if you have not watched Nathan for you, the basic premise is Nathan Fielder. He is a really funny comedian, honestly, a great performer, but he had a show in like 2013, it came out where he took his actual business degree and a caricature version of himself to the people who needed help with marketing their business or like Meg said, getting a job, obtaining some kind of like career path yeah. goal. So what he would do is he would help them uh, with the, he'd writers and stuff, but they would basically do a show that was like part reality show, part prank show, part documentary and part absurdist comedy. So it's really experimental, but they would basically like set up these elaborate situations where they would pull off these like marketing schemes and like Nathan would be like, and you know, as your consultant, like I say, we do this. And then the person would be like, what did you do yeah, to my store? He ruins like, it. But then, then sometimes like it would get the desired outcome of like, we want more people to, to know us, right? And it's like, well, do they know you for the right reason? <laughs> some of his biggest antics in addition to dumb starbucks which is very fun i recommend you check that out one of the first ones was in episode two it was called petting zoo hero he has a petting zoo that he's working with that they want some more visibility like with some marketing right. and him and his team set up a they contrive a scene where a pig seems to help a goat out of like water right, right? And they post the video on YouTube. They write like a very, you know, normal comment. Uh, like, oh, this this pig like helps this goat and it's very sweet. Like, what a great friend. And then they don't really like push it, but it goes viral. <laughs> it's picked up by all these news sources. It just like explodes. And then when Nathan For You airs, they're like, yeah, we staged that. Yeah, <laughs> like, so crazy. That was completely made up. Another one that he's known for is this marketing campaign that they did where 
how do I describe this? This guy has a moving company and he wants to get more people, like he needs workers to work. And so they designed this thing where somebody ghostwrites a book about how moving household objects will improve your physical health and help you like get in shape and lose weight. And so this guy like uses this Amazon book and this like research that the TV show made up to like legitimize him running a health class. But basically these people are just moving furniture and boxes out of this into this moving company. The wild part is though, that fake book like hit high. Uh, I think it was almost number one or it was number one on the Amazon, on one of the Amazon book lists. And they always, this woman credits it to like, she became an Amazon flex driver because she's like, oh, I can move stuff like, and they'll help me lose weight. And she lost a bunch of weight. So she basically like, art was trying to imitate life, but then life began imitating that's art. That's so funny. And the circle is complete. And that's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. So all this to say, like, it's funny because conspiracy theories, man, I don't know where they come from. I hope some of them, I'm sure some of them come from like, people just goofing on the internet and saying wild yeah, things but for sure but but if you you know if you conspiracy theories aren't totally up your alley but you do want to see kind of like how this plays out in other places uh definitely check out birds aren't real yeah maybe don't buy a shirt we don't know what kind of person this person's gonna become like <laughs> that's the thing. it breaks yeah. my heart i want to buy a shirt but like I just don't know what where this train is going. And, I, you know, my $29 think he's gonna be is shitty. very precious to me. So. Or people are going to get shitty about it. Uh, like, it's a fun, uh, like, inside joke. And then it's like, you know what I it mean? It always happens eventually. So, I don't know. I'm not sold. But if I did get one, I'd get the one that has a pigeon on it that says, I'm a lie. It's very funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I would buy that one, too. But that's what <laughs> so the government matching shirts. That's our next photo, yeah. too. <laughs> it's true. For I was going to say one other thing is we're going to put it in our TikTok. So make sure you're following us there at Real Chills Podcast on TikTok. Some of the other ones that I see that happen in, like, I see them happening on TikTok are, have you ever seen a video where the woman takes off the peel, the peelable mask, and she's just like, don't you hate it when this happens when you're menstruating? <laughs> yeah i've seen that have i've also seen, seen have you seen have you seen the videos of the ladies with the nails that they pull out as if it's in their cuticle yes. that's the same thing that's the other one yeah. i talked about yeah so we're gonna post uh some of these great ones we're gonna repost them or find a way to share them on our tiktok but yeah it's really funny because you read the first couple comments and you can see like people are in on the joke and then people who are are not in on it like come into the comment section and they're just like you ladies are really tough putting your nail your press on <laughs> it's so funny yeah like because all the dudes are like what does this really happen what is going on oh it's very fun so if you want a good romp uh, <laughs> i do recommend that yes meg yes we're gonna play a quick game okay do you want me to lead it or would you like to lead it? Um, yeah, let me lead it. So I figured today, just since it's just the two of us, I figured today we could play Hot Mary Kill. Yeah, Conspiracy Theory Edition. Oh, nice. So uh, together we will come up with three conspiracy theorists. So I'll say one, you say one, I'll say one. Okay. And then we'll take turns talking about who we'd haunt, marry, or kill. I and love it. I will start with the conspiracy theorists that believe uh, mm, i'm trying not to make it political they're all so political what about the ones that believe the earth is flat oh nice yeah i also thought classic. Flat with the classics very classic uh 
Mm-hmm. We would really do a disservice if we also didn't acknowledge dinosaur shaped Earth. <laughs> I should have done three for three on Earth Cape. Yeah, what's the last one? Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. Okay, okay, got Hollow it. Hollow Earth, flat Earth, and dinosaur shaped Earth haunt Mary Kill. Meg, this is excellent. Yes, I'm excited. You okay. want me to go first? Yeah. All right, hear me out. I would haunt the flat earther because I would just leave all kinds of things mm-hmm. around, just mm-hmm. like encouraging this belief. I would marry the hollow earther because I just feel like we'd have so much fun together. Like that's somebody who wants a good time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I guess to process elimination, I have to kill the dinosaur shaped earther. I just feel like I would much rather be with a hollow earther because that's more with my alignment. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. What about Those you? Those are good choices. I think I, I'm going to come out of the gate strong. I don't think we've ever started with a kill. So I kind of want to start with my kill. Okay. I'm not, I'm not even passionate about it, but I think I'd kill the flat earther because like mm-hmm. they're willing to believe in a conspiracy theory, but they're willing to believe in the most boring one. Like step it up. <laughs> like if you're going to be crazy, be full crazy. Don't be like half in, half out. I'm putting you out of your misery. Uh, and then I think I would uh, also marry the hollow earther because they are dreamers they believe in a perfect world and how can you not love someone that sees the world as perfect and then uh that means i would haunt the uh dino people and that's mostly because i want to hear their explanations for how we are living (laughs) on a chicken nugget so that's what that's final answer nice 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 that's great i love that because we both have an excellent time going on a double date with our hollow earth partners i think that's perfect for us yeah it'd be so sweet it'd be very fun um meg this has been excellent i'm so excited for the rest of spooky season we have so much going on make sure you're following us on all the things on instagram and tiktok Mm -hmm. at real chills podcast Meg, where can people find you? Yeah, find me at Meg Gets Money on Instagram and Twitter. Gets is spelled G-O-E-T-Z. A few things coming up, though. We have a show at Punchline called Ghosted that's just going to knock your socks off. So go to Punchline Comedy and get those tickets, babies. PunchlinePhilly.com. Yeah, make sure you check that yeah, out. Yeah, PunchlinePhilly.com. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Ghosted. I'm excited for all these things. Everybody, you can find me at Alyssa Trez on Instagram. And if you want to see my tiny dinosaurs on this hollow earth I'll, you can see my Aww. lizards and my houseplants at variegated reticulated on instagram so meg thanks so much stay spooky <laughs> yeah see you soon find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe visit our website at realchillspodcast.com know someone who should be on real chills is that person you go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more special thanks to valerie jamamber mcshane artwork by libby rundell music by sam williamson real chills podcast is produced by meg getz and Alyssa traskowski this has been a presentation from the wasted robot network for more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.